The greatest habit is to be... So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Elite Agent Secrets. Today, we are joined by JC Pentola. Now, JC is a 17 years veteran in real estate. He's about to hit his 500 sales on Zillow. How crazy is that? And before he was in real estate for about 12 years, he was in marketing and media. So we're going to dive into a little bit of branding here today. Um, But he also grew up in a grocery store dealing with the public since he was five years old, a.k.a. um, he's people's person. And you guys are going to get a glimpse of him today on the episode because we're going to be covering action and habits. We're going to be covering consistency. And last but not least, we're going to be covering on how to have fun with your business because this business isn't supposed to be boring. It isn't supposed to be just full blown out stress all day, every day. So you got to have a little bit of fun with it. So JC, welcome to the show today. Well, thank you, Peter. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's an exciting time. Yes, we, we know we're going to dive into the branding here. But before we do, and your red tie for everybody who's, you know, listening to us doesn't see your red tie. First of all, I love the freaking red tie. <laughs> um, I used to wear a red tie every day, almost or just about when I was in high school. That is my lucky color. Anytime I had a presentation, anytime I need to kill it, I had a test exam or something important. I wore a red tie. So before you started wearing a red tie, give us a little little bit of background. How did you even get into real estate 17 years ago? Because you've been in pretty much sales your whole life. It was a big change for me. I had been doing uh, marketing and media, working in the media locally and selling air to people, which is a non-tangible, selling air time and TV time and uh, print time. And uh, what happened was I got to the top of the ladder in that industry. So a lot of people I knew were my clients. They would say, you got to put your ladder on a taller building. And I kept looking into real estate. And of course, people said, oh, I'm too old to make the change. And uh, But I read a lot. And I looked at uh, Colonel Sanders, who was in his late 60s when he started Kentucky Fried Chicken. He said, if I had to listen to my neighbors, there'd be about millions of people unemployed today because of his industry alone. So uh, the change was uh, uh, something I needed to do to better myself at the time. Uh, I was going through a lot of personal struggles, actually. And I said, I got to land, base myself and create a, a, an income that's not controlled by my uh, you know, 40 hour week and a paycheck. So real estate was unlimited and I saw it as an unlimited potential. You know, I love what you said there about it being unlimited potential because it can really go both ways, right? If you don't take it seriously, you don't have the right habits and you're not taking the right actions, it is going to be something that is uh, a very expensive journey. However, if you flip the script and you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is going to be our topic number one that we'll dive into in just a second... You can really become a multimillionaire in record time with no cap, no ceiling, 
And it's something that you can rinse and repeat and do year over year, and you can continue grow and, 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 and grow over time, right? So do you remember what your first year's number of transactions looked like? I, I don't remember the first year because I helped a couple guys start a small company. And uh, I just remember that, you know, I was out there getting my feet wet and getting transactions. So the first year uh, I actually had, I remember, 27 listings. I was out listing houses and I found out that if you list listings your first year. Yeah. And I found out that if you list, you last. So I went out and I started building a listing portfolio and getting people I knew and doing what it takes to get uh, listings. And that was the beginning of my career. Uh, Of course, I went out and worked with buyers also, but uh, I got to be a strong lister. So then I made the transition to the company I'm with today, 15 years now. Uh, I walked in the door with the 27 uh, listings and I says, this is what I got because that company was not going to make it the little company I helped start. So when they seen me with those 27 listings, I says, do you have 27 signs? The guy took me in the basement. They had 100 signs. I says, this is where I want to work. And we went out and all 27 listings were with me in about a month. They went with me, not not the company. They were with, they came with me because of what I did before. Wow. And what, what was that? Basically, because of you being in in marketing and media before this? It was because of my lifelong career here in town and knowing enough people to get out. And uh, as long as you do, you know, consistently call people every day, I would go in at eight in the morning and some days I would go home at midnight. I was literally in the office doing mailers or calls or I knew that soft water had cut the Grand Canyon because it just kept the flowing. So I knew that if I just kept working daily, uh, I would grind it out. So it was just the consistency that that started to create a good business base for me. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. So we're talking about consistency, and we know both consistency compounds But in order for you to create consistency, you must create habits that turn into actions. So topic number one is action and habits. Why is that so important? What have you seen in your business over the last 17 years? Why we're talking about it today? Well, you know, people like you said, they come in this business and it's half and half. They say, well, I'm going to be a realtor. And in in a year, they're gone. Uh, I look at them like I go to a gym and uh, at New Year's, everybody makes a resolution. But then when they have to put forth the work and the habits and the efforts, I've been bodybuilding for 20 years. So I tell people consistency. uh, There's a restaurant here in town called Simeon's and his TV commercial says it's our consistency that makes us so good. He's a Greek and he's right. The secret of his success has been consistency and uh, it's, so the thing is to just consistently have the pedal to the metal in my eyes to go in and, uh, you know, create those habits, like you said, and your habits will become the chains that bind you or the things that set you free. <clears throat> One of the things that I'm noticing in my own personal business is the habits compound. But I think they compound because of what you're saying is you can have an expected outcome every single time. Right. Yeah. You walk into McDonald's. Now, listen, McDonald's isn't the greatest five-star restaurant around the world, even though they do consider themselves fine dining in certain countries, or contrary, that may not be the case in ours. Um, But you know, when you're ordering a Big Mac, the Big Mac is going to come prepared a certain way, and it's going to taste 
just about the same, whether you are in Washington, whether you're in New York, whether you're in Florida, whether you're in the Midwest, or maybe you're even in Eastern Europe somewhere, right? And habits allow you to basically create and get better over time. So if you get in the habit of calling your leads at least once a quarter, that is so much easier, so much more digestible than calling your leads, all of them every few days, right? So when you decrease the frequency and you create the habit, you create an expectation and a reasonable outcome that you can expect every single time. It's like, you know, um, shooting from a three-pointer line in basketball. If you do it from the same spot and you do 10,000 shots, eventually you're going to create the habit. You're going to create the action. You're going to lift and shoot a certain way, right? It's going to be a repeatable process. Eh? I don't think a lot enough people think about what it does for our business because not enough people have created a great and a successful habit in order to get a predictable outcome. How do you create some of the habits and, and what are some of the habits that you are absolutely die hard for non-negotiable when it comes to your business or your life? Well, the, the, the greatest habit is to be moving, constantly moving, and because it's hard to hit a moving target. So I know there's going to be people shooting. Uh, if you're positive, there's going to be the negatives out there. So you stay moving and you have a 50-50 chance if you approach someone. If I approach a stranger while I'm out at the grocery store, 50-50 chance. If I don't approach them, I lost immediately. I don't like to fail. So if you got an attitude like me where you say, I'm going to win, you're either going to win or lose, but 50-50 at least, give it a shot. And I found that most of the times uh, you get what you're expecting. And, and uh, if you approach the people right, they're going to uh, be open to talking to you. You know, and we talk about habits. You see this little badge with my name on it? Yes. Little bad. People would, would make fun of me with that. They go, oh, you, you, you don't know your own name and stuff. Well, there was a 90-year-old woman here that was one of the top realtors for many years. When I came in, she said, wow, a realtor that dresses like one. And she looked at me and she said, you need to get a name tag. And I said, what for? She says, if you wear that, you were in marketing. When you go out, people will now know you're a realtor. So I get the tag. I go out that week. I'm in a line at Walmart. The guy behind me says, oh, you're a realtor? I looked at him. I said, how'd you know that? He said, it's on your shirt. He says, oh, by, he says, oh, by the way, you got it upside down, buddy. So my quick thinking, I said, you know what? I did that on purpose because I would stand on my head to get your listing and sell your house. And lo and behold, I did end up with a business transaction with that man. Years later, he called me. He says, hey, buddy, remember you met me at Walmart? So it's constantly the habits of doing the things that create the bridge to success because you're going to build a bridge to success. So uh, my the broker here, he says, I try to give out 10 cards a day. Give them to anybody. Give them to somebody at the gym. Give them like habits. It's those habits that will build a lifelong career because, you know, I don't think of them. Uh, you know, a sniper in the military, if he has to think when he's sighting, he's already failed. He's automatic. He does it so many times. It's repetitive action. And if you do the things you're supposed to be doing every day, you become autonomic almost, like automated. So I go out and I just contact people because it's a habit. And I'll laugh. I have uh, someone with me and they go, it's all you do is talk. And I said, well, you know what? If I start a conversation, it could lead to what I want to accomplish, which is some future business. Of course, local relationships are critical, but future business. So, 
Oh, so you're really combining the habit with the action and you're amplifying the habit with the action what I'm really picking up here. You're just like me. See, believe it or not, I'm an introvert. Yes. Regularly. So <laughs> I am an extrovert because I require to be one in order to obtain the success that I deserve in my business. Yeah. For anybody listening, listen to that back because the words that I use are very intentional because what you speak, you actually speak into existence, right? That's correct. And the fastest way to accelerate your habit is for you to speak it into existence. So if you're like, well, I'm not good at this. You're right. You're not. Get better. But first, start talking to yourself differently in order for you to start believing that you're going to get better at X, Y, Z, A, B, C, right? Now, some people will say it's ego, it's arrogance, whatever. Eh, there's a fine line. I would, def- I would definitely, you know, agree. But if you got a habit of getting up every day and doing, let's say, uh, a 100 phone calls and you take the action you cannot tell me that by the time you do the 100 phone call, you don't feel a lot better and you are not a lot more skilled than you were when you did the first phone call that day. And then when you compound that shit over the next year, and then you come back and listen to the very, very first phone call that you've done, you can't tell me that you're not a whole lot better than the 100,000 phone call that you've done. So it's not an ego. It is the ability for you to recognize that you, my friend, are getting a lot more skilled because you're putting in the work, you're taking the action and you've created a habit. Or just like JC, what you're saying is you become unconsciously competent and it just rolls off your tongue like the butter knife through butter, right? Yeah, it's it's all numbers. You, you said it well. I mean, because it's all numbers. As we go through that hundred or whatever, you, you start to realize just how good you are, actually. And it sharpens your axe. You're sharpening it up all the time. And uh, so you, I agree. It's just getting the massive numbers constantly, habitually. And uh, it's, it's not work. It becomes like it's just a part of your life. It's not it's not like you're working. You don't you don't even think about it. You just yeah. do it. And it's like getting into the car, knowing how to get to the office, not needing a GPS. And you are getting into the office on Friday on your day off. And somehow, some way you end up at your office, but you didn't mean to go there. But your brain is conditioned and has the habit of taking the turns at a certain time, slowing down, knowing that there's a cop that posts up up the street that you are trying to avoid and then speeding up right after you pass the spot. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner or you can just click the link in the description below. 